Gentani, and welcome to yet another episode of The Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. With me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And with us, The Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. Today we're talking about Minute 164. Alex, that was a... A conglomeration of all the sound effects in one one sound effects record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You that would be kind of cool idea. Put all the sound effects together, like guns blasting, the bomb going off. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, repeat after me: A minuto, a minuto, numero, numero, cento sesanta quattro, cento sesatra, cento sesat sesanta quattro. Quantro. You got it. Ooh, that was the mouthful. Sesanta <laughs> quantro. You should say that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I will say is that here's a summary of minute 164. We leave the church and return to Fortress Corleone, where we see Tessio completing his mm. arrangements and expressing hope for a good deal. Good deal. Once outside, however, he is Icarus in a cheap Brooklyn suit, his arrangements in tatters. Mikey is riding with someone else. Tom isn't going either. It is only when he looks in the shark-like eyes, like a doll's eyes, of the strange men around him, Saltesio realizes now that he's the one we won't see no more. Mm. The defeated Capo gracefully concedes, giving his former boss a positive review in the personal (laughs) category. (laughs) But Cheech interrupts him before he can go into detail. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell, tell Mike, I always liked him. I gave him four stars. <laughs> How could you just to show that I'm not hot-hearted, I gave him four stars. <laughs> and I've reviewed mafia bosses all over the world. <laughs> well, Sally, what areas do you think you can improve? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it might not. It might not even be personal, Sal. Did you think of that? <laughs> so, Sal. So, speaking of which, uh, Tom has known Sal for like thirty years at this long point. Time. Long time. Long time. It must be. Uh, is it difficult for him? It think? is. It is. In the book, uh, Puzo writes about that. Do you want to uh, sure, share that right? with us Absolutely. now? Yeah. Sure. Page, yeah, sure. Page <laughs> page four thirty. Puzo writes. Uh, Tom watched Tessio being surrounded by bodyguards and and, and led. It's funny in that case. Are they bodyguards? <laughs> they're more like uh, they're like the opposite of bodyguards. Yeah. <laughs> what are the opposite of bodyguards? Body harmers. <laughs> he watched Tessio being body surrounded. Attack, yeah, body attackers. I body guess. attackers. <laughs> he watched Tessio being surrounded by body attackers <laughs> and led into a waiting car. He felt a little sick. This is Tom. Mm. Tessio had been the best soldier in the Corleone family. The old Don had relied on him more than any other man with the exception of Luca Brazzi. It was too bad that so intelligent a man had made such a fatal error in judgment so late in life. Mm. It's very sad. Do, um, do, 
Do you think it's ultimately the blame for this is on Don Corleone, the Don Vito Corleone, for not like he's supposedly such a good judge of character, and yet mm-hmm. he didn't like. I guess even he was that like he didn't. Could he have taken steps to ensure that if because he clearly knew someone was going to be a traitor, but rather than do that, isn't it better to pat to work so that someone isn't the traitor? And it's a great you know, question. Yeah, it's a great so, question. Uh, I guess like in GF2, Mikey tells Tom that Vito taught him to always think they're all businessmen. Yeah. And so it's like the way people around you. Yeah. It's probably (laughs) impossible to guarantee that everyone is going to be 100% loyalty or else you, you can't, couldn't run a business. Yeah. Because everyone would just be taking advantage of you all the time and because they always want more money and more business and more good deals. But that is a great question. Could he have... Could something could have been been done negotiated? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I guess as Mikey said, it was a smart move, and he did try. He did say we want permission to form our own gangs. And if he was, if he, if if the Don had taken that seriously, Mm -hmm. he would have been like, okay, we need to, we need to make these guys like feel like they're more part of the team. Okay, I'm so. going to be Don Corleone, your fish. Ask me if you can start your own family. This is this is a good, you know, two weeks earlier in the story. Um, Don, is it okay if I fall with my own family? It's pretty soon I won't be anywhere in Brooklyn. I can hang my hat. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Are you serious? <laughs> you asking me that? <laughs> I thought you were loyal to me. Wow. Next thing you're going to be asking to start your own sitcom. <laughs> that is not justice. <laughs> Although law enforcement could be a good fit for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could use someone inside the, that Manhattan precinct. We just might. <laughs> um, you look terrible. Yeah, he's just I smack want you to him, stay smack here. Him around. <laughs> Step I out want, of it. I want you to stay here. I want you to get some rest mm-hmm. and get some food. Stay here where we keep an eye on you. <laughs> But what does he say? But in, in a month, a month from now, a month from now, you have the picture in that plot. The Hollywood producer. Uh, a month from now, you'll have someone hang your hat. Yeah. By then, it'll be too late. They've already <laughs> cast capital regimes in the other families, Bonnie. Uh, so, and also, I thought it was interesting to compare this scene with the one in GF two, where Tom has to has to basically tell. Um, you know, he has to oversee the death of Frankie Five Angels. Mm-hmm. So Tom's always given the uh, the unpleasant, dirty work of, of yeah. uh, I guess he has a lot of buffers. Yeah, he's got enough buffers. I, guess, also, I don't uh, think they guess, told him that when he when he signed up for law school. Right? And yeah, now that I mentioned, he also is there to help clean up the. Well, not it wasn't a mess; it was intentionally. But with uh, with the dead hooker at the massage, mm, Fredo's massage parlor. Right. Tom's also within that one. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, and you remember that was Al Neary, mm-hmm. or that will be Al Neary in that yeah. scene. That will have been yeah. Al Neary. <laughs> and uh, do you remember how Al appears in the door? Yeah. And Tom doesn't say anything, but he looks at him like, come on, like get out of yeah. here. And that so that confirms his nickname, Al Almost Nearly oh. Neary. He almost <laughs> nearly got caught <laughs> by the Senate himself. <laughs> how did you like my uh, Don Corleone laugh? It was a little. It was a little. Uh, we never see him laugh. I guess women and children could laugh, but men can't yeah. laugh. Do we never? I guess the yeah. only time we see him laugh is right before he dies. Where he's like, oh, yeah. "You're spraying me with pesticides. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're spelling it." <laughs> <laughs> totally ruins the mood. 
There's one other time he laughed. Where was that? It was very short. <laughs> Funny place. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and that was that, that wasn't even particularly funny. No. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what he was like. He was laughing at the irony of it. The uh, fact that it wasn't funny and yet funny papers. Wait, you know, these days, adventure comics have more taken over the role of the genre of <laughs> comics. Laughing at. I thought he was laughing at the irony that he was laughing at the one thing that was not funny. Oh, no, no. He was laughing at Michael's lack of knowledge about the comic strip uh, industry. That, it's that. a call more like unfunny papers. Am I right? <laughs> Unfunny paper. We got we got newspaper men on the payroll. Can't they make those funny papers more funny so I can laugh? <laughs> I wonder how many cartoonists they did have on the payroll. I I would. Well, obviously, oh. we've come up with 164 different political cartoons <laughs> alone. And we could we could have. Uh, would you uh, do it? Well, what are they asking me to do? Um, they're asking you to every now and then drop a. Uh, a political cartoon in the uh, Willamette pro, Weekly. That's pro, our local... Uh, a pro-Corleone yeah. pro-political yeah. cartoon? I don't know. And, and this is how he presents it. Uh, well, Tom would be the one presenting. Yeah. And the Don would be greatly indebted in your service, so you could call upon him in the future for a favor. Hmm. Just one favor or like one favor per comic? Probably just one favor overall, depending on what favor you ask. But don't forget that Don's asking you this favor. And once he asks, he, he never asks a second favor when the first one's been refused. When the first one's been refused. So like, don't try your illusion to spell with me. So let me get this straight. If I sign up for a lifetime of doing political cartoons <laughs> that are pro Don Corleone, I get one favor. That's right. Not even like one every four years or like I can't well, accrue them like probably, vacation days. Well, there, Alex, there probably won't even be newspapers in four years. Did you ever think <laughs> yeah, of that? you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take the job then. You're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, question question two is what favor are you going to ask and when? Well, I'm going to keep it in my pocket. If we only get one, I, I don't okay, have anything say, pressing. Okay, but say the writing's on the wall. Newspapers are going to go away in six yeah. months. So you're going to pretty much end doing your... Yeah, your favor to him. So you want to cash in that your favor. Oh, so once newspapers are finished, I there's a the expiration date. You're going to stop working for the Don, and it's not stated that your favor expires. But pretty much, if you wait years and years, you come later, and Tom Hanks is like, "Who are you?" <laughs> Like, we live in Vegas now. We have all different operations. I used to draw the funny papers for you. <laughs> ah, funny papers. <laughs> like a ghost. Oh my gosh, that was funny weird. <laughs> that was weird because that was Tom Hagen doing God, doing Don Corleone's line to you, Alex Robinson, as an elderly yeah, cartoon. It, it was a lot of layers. There's wow. some inception wow. levels there. So, what favor are you going to ask him? Well, so that's the thing. You can't just. I would love to just say, "Hey, can I have a million dollars or something?" But as we see, in he he always that, asks. That, that the, is not justice. Yes, yeah, so the favor has to be yeah. corresponding with the level of. Yeah. So it couldn't be anything that like. You could combine your favor with Bonaceres and had his. You can, do- you're allowed to do that. If his favor had not yet been cashed in. So let's, let's just say this is pre-Bonacera. Yeah. You and Bonacera could have joined favors to have his daughter's attackers killed. One favor wouldn't have been justice, but if you're joining the power of two, yours and his favors, you could have had them killed. But that doesn't help me. I don't want... Oh, it's I all about wanna... you now. 
I'm signing up for a lifetime commitment to join this comic strip. <laughs> well, a lifetime of newspapers. Yeah. It would be great if newspapers died in a few years and you're like, all right, I'm off the hook. Yeah. And Don Corleone goes, hey, there's these, uh, these digital online uh, chat rooms and such. So you're going to continue doing comics there. They don't even have me doing comics. We need you to just post funny things. Like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> so what are you going to ask for? Um, Mr. Selfish, it's got to benefit you. Yeah, I guess I would ask for... I don't know. See, I don't know if this is the kind of favor that you could ask Don Corleone for. Give it a shot. Um, He'll say no if you can't do it. I am looking for someone to have coffee with. And Caffeinated I'm, or decaf? Well, I prefer caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look down on anyone who drinks decaffeinated mm-hmm. products. It's a mm-hmm. sign of weakness. <laughs> So, yeah. So I assume Don Corleone would drink caffeinated beverages. I mean, he's a go-getter. Sure, kind of yeah. Maybe if he... No, remember, he's in a sponsor of Sanka. Maybe that's why he's slipping, is because he's in the... He can't, like, wake <laughs> up. He's all like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I powder. That's he's what like, the... <laughs> The owner of Sanko was invited to the wedding and asked him that favor on his daughter Connie's wedding day. He's like, oh, would you please only drink Sanka to promote my product? He's like, so I can't deny the favor. And so that's what led to him slipping. Wow. That was Whoa. All... And then it turns out that the Sanka salesman was the Turk the whole time. Oh. Well, he's got the coffee beans and turkey. He's got the processing plants. Let's hit now. He got the grinder. <laughs> He did, I already did a 200 milligram. He did a 200 milligram stint in uh, in the states, and two two of those in Italy. It's uh, <laughs> pretty good with a knife. Um, what else you got? Well, it's a great minute. Back to this minute. The we when we first see Tessio, they're both in silhouette, which I yeah, like. It looks so very great. dramatic. It's all dark shadows. Tessio, of course, is in the dark mm-hmm. with as to ah, what's going on. He's in the dark, and. Um, so, um, so he goes, okay, I'll be there, whatever he says. And then he hangs up, and then there's like, we're a, on he, our way to Brooklyn. That's yeah, so says. yeah, yeah. And then he pauses before he starts talking to Tom, and you yeah. almost wonder, is he like, is he starting to suspect something? Is he, is or is he, he reconsidering? Yeah, it's too late to reconsider. Yeah, although I guess you could frame it as like a Don Corleone. I got the best news for you. I've arranged it where they're totally off their golf third. They totally think that you're being set up. So yeah. it's a perfect time to double cross. Them. Yeah. I've been playing the double yeah, agent exactly. this yeah. whole time. <laughs> Ronnie, did, did Clemenza tell you about the, he didn't tell you about the plan. <laughs> oh my gosh. That Clemenza. That Listen, buff, that I am full headed jerk. <laughs> wow. And Sal, the whole, well, not yeah. the whole time, but he, he now he changes yeah. its story. Wow. Do you think they would have bought it? You think Mikey would have bought it? Do you think Mikey would have let him off the hook? It's hard to imagine. He's a pretty, he's a pretty revenge-driven guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let Carlo off so easy. Yeah, but Carlo went through with it and actually had Sant- Santino got killed. It's not it might not be too late for Tessio because he hasn't brought Mikey to the meeting. So, like, if Carlo had said back then, "Hey, listen, Natalia wants me to set up yeah. Sonny," but then, then right at that moment after yeah, calling then, him, yeah, yeah, that probably would have been different. Yeah, see, I, I don't think he would have uh, let him. Yeah. It's an interesting idea, though. If, if from is. the start he had said, "Oh, Barzini's putting out feelers to me," do you want me to? Yeah, like essentially do what they wanted. We're trying to get Luca Brasi to do, which is to be <laughs> yeah. the inside man there. Oh, well. yeah. 
I wonder if I wonder if uh, Tessio had changed his story right at that moment. Yeah. And said, "Oh, I've been playing bolts. I've been playing them against you, and now we're we're set up. We're poised to really spring yeah. some kind of trap on them." That was what can would have convinced producers to hire him as a detective in Bonnie Miller. Oh, because he's <laughs> undercover, pretty much. Yeah, it's totally. right. <laughs> uh, I think I don't think there's any way. I think at most they would. It might buy him some time because mm-hmm. they would say like, "Oh, tell tell us about what what this is." Yeah. Um, but, uh, since Sparzini's already dead by the time they killed Tessio, it doesn't really do much good for him to be like, Hey, I'm setting up this cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, so they leave the kitchen, they Mm -hmm. walk outside. Yes. And, uh, I noticed that Cheech is the one who said, Sal, Tom, the boss says he'll come in a separate car. Uh Uh-huh. I I just realized Cheech calls them Sal and Tom. Yeah. At what point can you call couple regimes by their first name, or can do you have to say like Mister Tessio? Like do all do all like soldiers like brand new recruits also call each other by their first names? It seems very informal if you're a new guy. But it also Cheech has been around. Yeah, Cheech has been around. That makes sense. But it also seems weird for them to be like, "Oh yes, Mister, yeah, Mister Corleone." I guess they, I guess well, they call Don Corleone, but they call they call him Don Corleone. Yeah, but but like, pa- Paulie didn't call Clemenza Mister Clemenza. Yeah, but Paulie was already made at that point. So you think because he was higher up, I, he was higher up. He had his own crew. Yeah, Paulie's crew is the one who beat up Clemenza's daughter's attackers. Buenos Aires daughter. Buenos Aires, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it just hmm. got me thinking that because you don't really hear them using each other's names so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the priest definitely says, Carlo Risi. Well, he, <laughs> <laughs> he uses his last name. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Oh. Well, the, maybe a GF3, though. We'll see if they... Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering how informal the network is. Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, Paulie's not going to walk up and say, like, hey, Vito, how you doing? Yeah. Not appropriate, right? Yeah, that's true. So at what point down the ladder does it become appropriate? Yeah, I could see them calling Tom and Mr. Hey You. The like, like lower Cheech like not not Cheech, but like yeah. lower Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to figure we'll have to uh, keep our ear open for that and see yeah. if it uh see if there's any uh more information. What else you got? So Tessio comes out of the, you know, and he's like, oh, screws up all my arrangements. And then uh, it's like it seems to dawn on him what's going on. So Mm -hmm. I think it starts when he first sees the all those strange uh, button men there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he looks at Tom and I guess Tom does that weird sideways look at (laughs) Cheech. So that almost looks like uh, that uh, Bobby Duvall like didn't know the camera was on. He just looks like he's all like looking around. Yeah. Like, oh, Sorry, we started. Oh, whose line is who's supposed to talk now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Q. Oh no, what do they say? Line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, Tessio has probably been on the receiving end, on the other end of this situation mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. Like many times. You think that happens? Do you think it happens many times? Where like, they catch a rat? Yeah, this whole family's rats. I mean, obviously, in this this scenario, it's a it's a 
they're in a war, so there's going to be more rats and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You do Spies, see and double agents, yeah. and triple so, double agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so, sure he's experienced it a, a couple times at least, right? Yeah. Having ki- I have to kill someone, one of the one, one of, of your, their uh, own coworkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, none of them seemed re- when they learned that Polly was yeah. was working for uh, the other family. Mm-hmm. It didn't. There was no scene where they were really shocked by that at all. Right. Well, right? I think it was but, just they, they kind of glossed over. They just all right. He's a traitor, and we got to take care of him now. Well, I think by the time we we meet them. Like we don't mm-hmm. see the first time that someone goes, you know what? I think it might be Polly. Yeah, because that might be mm-hmm. the time where Sonny was like, "That son of a bitch, I'll kill him," you know. Yeah. And then later on, they're like, "Take it easy, take it easy." You know, <laughs> yeah. um, have one of our telephone guys check him out. Uh-huh, yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah, and I guess the the last thing I have is that um, when a bunch of strange button, men, you know, a bunch of strange button men are there, mm-hmm. if you're if you're in a mob and suddenly a bunch of strange button men show up, then like you don't know, then you don't know then that's you're probably mm-hmm. the yeah, you're it's probably your time's up. And remember, we talked about it last week in the book. Carlos hanging out at the compound, and there are all these. Oh, that's soldiers right. that he doesn't know either. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. No rags. No. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a heartbreaking scene, Alex. With with Tessio. Yeah, yeah. See I always like so late in life who uh, made such a fatal error. Well, I guess if you're going to make a fatal error, it's better to do it late in life. Yeah, that's than true. The, you're towards the beginning yeah, of your life, that's I guess. True. I guess you assume by then that you would have. You'd be smart enough to not make a fatal error. Yeah, but it was the smart move. You know. He just uh, not the smartest of moves. Obviously, Clemenza ended up the in a better position than Tessio. He lives on, but he's got to live with that wife. Well, not for long. Who? Uh, Clemenza? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have a heart attack. Oh, because he is. Oh, no, 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 no. Doctor Cheech. Maybe he had a heart attack when he learned that Tessio was a traitor. That's probably it. That's that, <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> and he and he had the knife to, to judge my dance in all those years. That traitor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why don't you go do your job? Betray the family. Walk around the block. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. You also wonder if Tessio should have waited. Oh, to see how things played out. Yeah, this was probably his best opportunity to to get in with the Barzini family. And before Mike, because otherwise he would have had nothing to offer at later. He would have just been begging Barzini for a job. Well, couldn't he then go to say, "Hey, listen, I like, I, I want to help you take down Michael Corleone." They certainly, they certainly. But Tessio took- thinks that later. Tessie, everyone outside of the, everyone except Mikey and maybe Hagen think that the family is very weak right now. Right. And just getting weaker and weaker and weaker. So yeah. Tessio making his play now to help Barzini, he has the most leverage, the most offer. You know, a month from now when the family is weaker, he's just going to be saying, hey, well, I'll help you get rid of him. But like, they're, he, they don't need it. They won't need his help later on as much as mm. now. Yeah, because it I might think get, that's why he's making the move now because he can still get a good deal. You're right because Mikey has been uh, artificially uh, weakening the stock. Yeah, like yeah. lowering the price of the stock uh-huh. to so that they can buy it all up. Yeah, it's a, it's a great <laughs> trap. 
Um, oh, and that that really gives different meaning to Tessio's line in this scene, where he says, "I hope Mikey could get us a good deal." <laughs> it's actually Mikey as the as the as the what do you call it? Like Tessio is handing Mikey over to Barzini. Right. I hope Mikey can. Just like I hope this money. I hope Mikey oh, can right. get us. I a hope. Good I deal. hope turning Mikey in can get us a big yeah. good deal. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah. <laughs> So like the Tom's, I'm sure he will. Seems so like dismissive. Do you think he's been like yeah. listening to has Tessio been like going over his plans and going over and then like my, Tom's just like I can't yeah, like, listen to this anymore. Can't listen to us anymore, Tessio. We've been through this for the past five years. You might not even get to the car, Tessio. <laughs> in uh, in the book, uh, Puzo writes, um, "We're on our way." Tessio says, "We're on our way to Brooklyn." He hung up and smiled at Hagen. Hmm. I hope Mike can get us a good deal tonight. Hagen said gravely, I'm sure he I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. That doesn't really sound gravely, but <laughs> in our interpretation, Hagen always sounds the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that's all we got. That's all I got from well, one sixty four. So what about Tessio's last line ever? End scene. That's not his last line ever. No, his last line is tell Mikey, tell Mikey it was only business. I always liked him. But that's not his last, that's his last line in the oh, scene. Oh, in the scene, yeah. yeah in, but, in the minute. Yeah, yeah. in the minute, but yeah. he, has, he has more dialogue. What do you make of that line? Uh, I think he's just being straightforward that, yeah. that like, he's known Mikey, literally Mikey's entire life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, he's probably like an uncle of those boys. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, you know. Yeah, it was just business. Like they should have flashed back to like young Tessio hanging out with young, you know, oh, yeah. younger <laughs> Tessio, like teaching Mikey how to fish or, yeah. or do, yeah, do all some fish. Fish. <laughs> all fish. <laughs> you got him hooked on fishing. Do you think it would have been better delivered like this? Tell Mike it was only business, not personal. I always liked him. What's the difference? He just says, tell Mike it was only business. I always liked him. He didn't say they're not personal. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Is that, is that too, would that have been too over the Because he doesn't say no, not personal. He does not say that. Yeah, he just I'm says it was you, only Would business. it have been better if he said that? No, it would not lock have. in that, that classic line. No, I think people this time by this time know it, so they don't yeah. need, they don't need, they can fill it in themselves. <laughs> yeah. This is Tessio's opportunity to use every iconic line. Yeah. <laughs> tell Mike, tell Mike it wasn't business. Was or tell Mike it was business, not personal. Tell him to leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> I always liked them. That was being naive, Kay. <laughs> for your father, for your father. <laughs> tell <laughs> tell Mike I always I always liked him, and that he acted like a man, <laughs> and that he looked terrible. Stand him up, I said. <laughs> All right, that time the boss says we got to get going here. Can you, can you wrap on, it hold up? Hold on, I'm almost done. <laughs> he opens up the manuscript. <laughs> I gotta still get. I haven't gotten through the wedding scene yet, Cheech. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny. Now I gotta start over. <laughs> I love America. <laughs> he just reads the whole manuscript. <laughs> okay, now I'm done. 
wow, that'd be creepy if he reads the whole manuscript and then it gets to this scene. Yeah. And he's reading the lines. <laughs> Everybody keeps getting more and more like the, like, what's going to happen when he gets to that scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that'd be great when he, when they're in the, when they're doing the business meeting season, uh, scene with Tom, Sonny, and uh, Don Corleone. And, and Sonny is reading Tom's lines. Um, well, drugs is a big is not a big business now, but it will be. Maybe not now, but ten years from now, they all applaud. They all stop and look around. He nods to Tom like "Saluto, consigliere." Like Tom was right. Yeah. He's like thanks, Sally, but I still can't get you off the hook. <laughs> It'd be great. They start doing commentary about. Yeah, oh my god, this is getting, this is getting too many layers. <laughs> What else do I have? Do you have some stuff in the book, Alex? You ready? In ways that the book is different than the movie? Uh-huh. <laughs> the book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. Puto writes, uh, let's see... At the at the door, they were stopped by one of the body one of the bodyguards. So I wanted mm. to point out, Cheech is not named by name. Mm. Just one of the bodyguards, generic guy here. Wow. Yeah, I guess the character Cheech didn't exist yet, and in the movie, yeah. he doesn't do much in the. He's yeah. just kind of like an extra guy in the yeah. first one. The second one, he is a little bit more, but yeah, yeah, yeah. At the door, they were stopped by one of the bodyguards. Uh, the boss says he'll come in a separate car. He says for you to, two to go ahead. Tessio frowned and turned to Hagen. Hell, he can't do that. That screws up all my arrangements. Arrangements, arrangements, arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> I already talked to Barzini. <laughs> 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 writes, at that moment, three more bodyguards materialized around them. Teleporting in. Yeah, we're button men from the future. We know, <laughs> we know you, you're gonna, you plan to, to betray them. They need more buffers, so they try to go temporal buffers as well. So now we do all our planning from the future. <laughs> By the way, Tom Hagen does have one client, but all the temporal conciliaries, they have infinite clients. <laughs> but they still charge by the hour. Uh, at that moment, three more bodyguards materialized around them. Hagen said gently. Oh. I can't go with you either, Tessio. <laughs> so how would you del- how would you have delivered that line having read Puzzo's direction here? Hagen said gently, action. What's the line? I can't go either. Cut, cut. It's oh. <laughs> I can't go with you either, Tessio. My voice is weak. <laughs> Hagen said gently, action. I can't get in the car with you either, Tessio. Mm-hmm. Does this, he say gently because his voice is weak, or because he's sad that Tessio is? Uh, it's probably uh, a combination. I can't go. I, I can't go with you either, Tessio. <laughs> I can't go. <clears throat> I can't go with you either. Not now. Not ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I have I, my own car, Senator. <laughs> I don't care if you show cause. <laughs> Wait, did you say cause like cars? Cause? It's fun. Life's oh. just like him doing all his uh, <laughs> his different things. So. Puzo writes: the ferret-faced capo regime understood everything in a flash of a second. 
ferret feast. Yeah, remember Puto is referred Buffalo to as headed a ferret, ferret, ferret face. Ferret face. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I asked you earlier, and you said you would have preferred ferret face than buffalo head. Hmm. Did I say that? Yeah. Because huh. at least that, at least that implies some level of intelligence. Yeah, I guess buffalo. You just think of like a big meathead. Yeah. You did say that, Alex. I can go back and go back to the archive. You have a sworn affidavit <laughs> saying that I said that. <laughs> where is it? Where? where? <laughs> Arch. <laughs> the ferret-faced Kapo regime understood everything in a flash of a second. Period. And accepted it. Period. There was a moment of physical weakness, mm. and then he recovered. He said to Hagen, "Tell Mike it was business. I always liked him." He Hagen nodded. He understands. He understands that. Uh, and then it's pretty much the same. Yeah. And then Hagen is really sad that Tessio is hmm. let off. And uh, it's the end of Tessio. Yeah. End scene. Could, well, no, we see Tessio again. So Yeah, sorry. It's, end scene in the book. Yes. End, yeah. end minute. <laughs> Is he actually in the book? Does he give that next class line? Hmm. He does. But we'll talk about that next minute. So let's rate this sucker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got one. I got a cleanup item. A cleanup yeah. item? Give me the cue. Cleanup item. Give me the, say it in character. Oh, clean, all right. <laughs> clean it up. Last week we joked, we poked fun at WKAY. Remember the radio station? Yeah. WKAY. Yeah. The, the Corleone's, the local Corleone radio station. Oh, Michael. <laughs> Uh, so I, as I was listening to it and editing it, I thought I, I was wondering what would be a good tagline for that. What would the DJ say? Like, what do you mean? You know, they would say like Z Z one hundred playing all your favorite dance hits. Uh, oh, like throughout like the, the day. The, yeah, like the okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. So go K. What would it be like K? I got one. Go ahead. WKAY, the Corleone radio station, playing your favorite mob hits all day. Oh, boy, George's words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, then they would oh, they would splice that sound. Yeah. Oh, poor choice of words. <laughs> poor choice of words. Oh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not yet, not yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, or you could do, you know, like... Uh, K W K A Y, where where the swinging to the oldies. I ain't no band leader. Would that be that over the Hollywood music? <laughs> yeah. W K A Y. Thanks for joining us on your on your lunch break today. Why don't you why don't you walk around the the do your job and walk around the neighborhood? <laughs> or be like K like uh, K A Y like the overnight would be like the mellow mm, you know yeah. soothing kind of uh, yeah. You know, jangly piano. Yeah. Who would be the DJ at night? Um, Who's the hmm. most relaxed character? Who's the most relaxed? I might even say Tessio or Clemenza kind of. He doesn't really get worked on. Don, the uh, Don spends a lot of time in bed. <laughs> yeah. Who is the most relaxed character? Huh. They're all kind I'm of almost on like Al Nearly, probably. It just seems like he's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you know who it is? Superman. <laughs> Oh, Superman! Oh, from GF two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Johnny Ola is the most relaxed. Yeah, he's so. it's late in life. He's dodged most bullets. See, here's the thing with Johnny Ola. We were saving for GF two. I, I, I don't know him. Who, who is that? <laughs> he knows all these places. That's the thing is that Fredo uh, Johnny Ola knows his place. 
mm-hmm. and seems content to just be Hyman Roth's uh, messenger boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sicilian messenger boy. <laughs> yeah. So whereas Fredo gets all like, there's something in it for me, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, poor Fredo. <laughs> uh, so what was your question, though? Uh, that was it. Just what would their tagline, what would the radio station oh, yeah, tagline exactly. be? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can explore that more. Yeah. K-A-Y. Maybe we'll do some local, maybe we'll do some phony uh, radio spots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we still. WKAY pl- playing Johnny Fontaine hits all day, it's every day. It's a Fontaine day. block. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Johnny Fontaine A through Z. <laughs> <laughs> Always yours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then it would end at the nighttime one because everyone would be asleep by that time because Johnny Fontaine's. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a snooze. Yeah. I should listen to some Al Martino next time I'm yeah. on the Spotify just to see what it sounds like. Yeah. And don't forget to check in to WKAY tomorrow for Fontaine Fridays. <laughs> Is that all they play? <laughs> on Fridays, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I think on, on they also play them on Monday and Tuesdays. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> So let's let's rate it. Alex. All right, let's rate this minute. All right, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I almost went five. I almost then, went four. And then at the last second, I compared it to next minute, which next? I feel like just just barely edges it out. But All we'll right. get there, Pop. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. What do we have in store for the bonus content, Alex? Well, we got our usual things. We, like I said, the political cartoons. This is the start now of my official career oh, as yeah, the official cartoonographer right. of the Corleone family. Oh, uh-huh, you got it. And uh, yeah, if people want to hear that, they can go to godfatherminute.com slash support. Hey, Alex, you know what? What? All of our releases are on YouTube. What? That's right. How go do people to, hear those? They just got to go to YouTube and search for Godfather Minute. We got every single episode up there. Oh, you'll blow your ears out. That's right. And we're going to be doing a marathon next weekend. We're going to be running them from... We're going to run a marathon? We're going to run a marathon. One, well, oh it'll be a dance gosh. marathon. We just need to find a judge. Oh, I hope we can find someone. <laughs> Paulie? Maybe Paulie could be the judge. Oh, no, no. You won't be seeing him no more. But until next week... I always liked him. Barney. Barney. You had a plan. And it was perfect. But only if Mikey would go along. You had a dream. But soon woke up.
Time. 